Starting and running a business is hard, but you don't have to do it alone. Whether you're an established business owner or thinking about starting a side hustle to earn extra income, I am here to teach you how to show up as your unfiltered self, level up your business, and thrive as a mompreneur. Let's embrace the chaos and start enjoying the journey together. I'm Amy Tra, and you're listening to the Motivated Mompreneur Podcast. Welcome back into the Motivated Mompreneur Podcast. Today, I'm talking with Laura about all things mindset and sustainable growth as a business owner. So with that being said, Laura, welcome in to the podcast. Oh, thank you so much. I'm happy to be here. My name is Laura Malik. I uh, left the corporate world about eight years ago, you know, a tough decision, but with not being um, able to manage my time and someone kind of telling me how much money I made, it just wasn't a right fit for me and also had little kids. And I first started in the real estate world, which was a good fit for me. Uh, still going strong, eight years. I do love selling houses. Um, but in the middle of that, probably year three or four, I had an opportunity to really start um, helping agents in their business is where it started. Um, and I realized I had such a passion for um, helping others kind of reach their potential, realizing that the key is like your mindset. And I first had to go on a journey. And then when it clicked and someone paved the way for me, I was like, this is this is my magic. And this is where I want to be to help everyone realize whatever you want, like you can get. But it's like you said, mindset, growth, and, you know, always kind of talking about it and being surrounded by the right people. Ooh, I love that. Being surrounded by the right people because your environment really does have an impact on everything. You know, I had come from a career that I outgrew and no longer served me, but the the farther I get away from that environment, I realize how toxic that was to just my overall well-being and fed into a lot of the the mindset that I had about myself and my worth and that sort of thing as well. So, I love that you mentioned that. I feel like the, um, that was kind of the first step of growth for me was like, you know, you kind of make this jump and, you know, you don't have anyone looking over your shoulder and there's good things about that. And then there's challenging things because you're kind of always inside your head. Um, and the first piece was for me was I was really kind of, I had little kids and I was debating whether I was doing the right thing. Was I showing up as a mom? Okay. And yet I had career and business goals that were important to me. And was I showing up in that area? And it was really when I surrounded myself with two women also in business um, that understood that kind of dialogue that I was having in my head and told me like, yes, yes, you are an awesome mom. And yes, you are an awesome business owner. Like you can, and you are doing both. Yes. And that's what we need. We all need women in our corner that will, that can totally relate to the challenges that we're navigating because yes, we are all in our heads questioning, am I being present enough as a mom? Am I putting enough effort into my business? And I think that's where so many times we just give up and quit because we feel like we have to choose. Mm -hmm. But if you're being intentional, if you shift that mindset, you don't have to choose. I am a better business owner because I'm a mom. I am a better mom because of my business. And I just, I got tired of hearing, you have to choose. And I'm like, no, no, you don't. So we need more women like that out there. And they exist Mm -hmm. to champion each other and to help us through those challenging times. Because yeah, that's a very real thing that you described. And I think every single woman has been through that at one stage or another. 
Mm -hmm. And you make such a good point that I realized that because I was actually kind of like a little bit more focused on growing as a business owner. But as I was growing as a business owner, working on myself, I showed up so much better as a mom. And so I'm so thankful that I went this route because just the leadership, the mindset, the questions that you're asking yourself, I pass that all down to the kids where we know in our stage of life, like it's not being taught. Like we need to be teaching this to our younger generations. Oh my gosh. You are so right. Because I was, I grew up in a time where external validation was was the way that I felt like proud, like, okay, you got you know, some good grades. Here's a reward for that. Here's a reward for this. Well, the other day, my daughter, you know, she's been bringing home gold stars from school. And, you know, I'm like, those, that's awesome. I'm really proud of the hard work that you've put in. But are you proud of you? You know, really like trying to instill that in her from like ground zero, because it took me almost 40 years to realize that like, I don't need somebody else telling me that I'm, I'm good enough, that I'm worthy. It's about having that mindset and that inner belief. And I, I want to instill that in my kids so that they don't have to go through this whole like questioning, like who you are, what you're doing, like, okay, it's okay to change your mind. Yeah, it was actually, um, you remind me of like a pivotal point in my career where I was, I was hitting goals and I was making a certain amount of money that I was very happy with. And I was present with my kids, like all on paper, you, you know, like things look really great. And inside I was feeling unsuccessful and it's because I was looking for that external validation. Am I doing enough? Am I doing okay? Am I getting enough gold stars? I'm not getting enough. I need more. And my husband actually said to me, he said, how are you defining success? And who is telling you, you aren't successful. And like, that's like a real mindset change for me that like success looks different for everyone. And we're always looking for it outwards. Oh, that looks successful or, oh, she or he, that is success. And it's like, you have to look at yourself, what's going on in your life and define success because some do want to stay home with their kids and not work as much right now for that season that's what they consider success. And some of us want to be building big careers while being, you know, the mom. And that's what we see as success. So like, I really say, bring it inward and don't let the outside noise tell you what they think it should look like. Oh my gosh. That's so good because there is so much noise out there. And then we get in our heads and we start comparing our journey to someone else's journey. But like you said, what does success look like to you? And your definition of success is going to be different than my definition of success. And that's okay. Mm -hmm. And I think we need to really start to embrace that because that's where, that's where we make the big shifts in our business, in our families, in our lives in general. And that helps lead into what we're going to talk about more is sustainable growth because as a business owner, You know, at first you have all the gumption in the world. Okay, I'm going to start this business. I'm going to go, go, go. So you hustle really hard. There is going to be a point where you you can't keep that up at that capacity forever. So how have you taken mindset into the growth piece? Like, how do you navigate that? Yes. Um, it's actually one of my favorite things to talk about. Um, so what I do is I think big and I bring it down small. Um, so I do go out five years and I take time to myself and I write a letter to myself and I think big and I don't allow the, um, the how I just like, what, you know, where am I living? What does my job look like? What is my family, friends? And I just write this 
amazing letter to myself. But then I take a chance to look at that and I say, okay, like, you know, here's the year 2023, you know, what do I want this year to look like? And um, it was someone in the real estate industry, his name's Gary Keller, but he said people overestimate what they can do in one year, but they underestimate what they can do in five years. And so you really have to look like going back to like that outside noise, we want results very quickly. And that's where we think we aren't growing. So that's why you think you don't have sustainable growth, but really you have to be, it's very hard, but you have to be comfortable with patience and growth at the same time. And so I take that year and I look, and then this is my, the greatest thing I did was really break it down into three months, into quarters. I would say like the, the book, the 12 week year, I'm not sure if you read it, really inspired that three month thinking because it's attainable, it's short, you know, term, you can see the end. And then you're really taking time to look at like, how can you show up? And so then that really helped me realize, especially as a mom, like what season am I am? Am I in that? Like, how can I show up as a mom, wife, partner? Um, and how can I show up in my business? And so what's interesting, like right now is I'm a little bit more, my family needs me right now. I need to be a little bit more present. Um, I have a nine to 10 year old, like she's nine and a half. And um, those car rides, if you have a nine or 10 year old are super important. That's when they talk to you. And so more of my time is kind of momming. And I, but I also realize it's just for these next few months as we get through like the school year. But then what I also do is like, you know, we have the goals and we have the growth that we want. So, okay, that's fine if I'm a little bit more family heavy, but I still have these big goals. How can I feel good about that? Is when I take a look at what needs to be done, it sounds like I need better verbiage for it, but basically what is the bare minimum, which I know we don't want to do bare minimum, but what is the bare minimum of your job that keeps the business moving forward? And so then when you just focus on that, like we get so like, oh, I want to do this and I want to add this. And we put a lot of more pressure on that, bit, like that 80 percent that's really not needed. And so when that time where you have to be a little bit more towards your family, if you know the minimum in your business to keep going, you can still feel good about yourself while you're waiting for like that next season. Oh my gosh. So, so good. What a powerful reframe. And, and yeah, I've ne I've never heard that the, we often overestimate what we can do in a year and underestimate what we can do in five. I mean, that right there, if you take nothing else away from this episode, like use that, that is a powerful takeaway because we, we all are, caught in a society of instant gratification you know long gone are the days where you if you wanted to look something up you had to you know go to the library look it up in the encyclopedia there was no google google wasn't a thing when i was growing up and you know it's just the world we're living in we want results quickly we want it yesterday we don't want to have to put in the 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 legwork that goes into making a business and then we're seeing all these moms out there that are succeeding and we compare ourselves and it's just we get trapped in this vicious cycle mm -hmm. but just realizing it takes time and you've got to be patient and there's some seasons where you're not going to be able to devote as much time to your business as you would like but looking at what are those bare minimum tasks that I need to be doing. Because I think a lot of times we just, we get trapped in the noise of thinking that, oh, I need to do this and I need to do that and I need to do this. And when you take the step back to look at those, those aren't actually activities that will move the needle forward. Those aren't activities that will produce income. That's not going to be lead generation. You know, we're wasting our time on these frivolous things and then ending up burnt out. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. And I think like I, that lesson like really hit me in the face when it was back in 2020, which I'm sure everyone has their story and their experience, but I was um, homeschooling my child, you know, the real estate's still very much going, but I only had so much time to focus to the business. And I literally cut out all that noise. And I did one thing. There was one thing that I could do for at least like 30 minutes, maybe to an hour. And it actually doubled my business that year. And I was like, oh, so this is what they're talking about when you just focus on the 20%. Exactly. Exactly. Because we already have enough balls that we're juggling. Let's stop and just really laser focus, put our intentional focus on one thing. What is the one thing? So if you're trying to do all of the things, stop, take a step back and figure out what that one thing is that will propel you forward. And I think that can help because part of being like the business owner, we're so passionate, we're so excited about doing those creative things. And they are, they are fun, they are exciting, they are us, but they can get in the way. And so one thing to kind of help slow yourself down is like during that quarter, like what's that one creative thing that you want to add while obviously making sure you're still doing your lead generation. And if you're willing to, you know, they say like play the long game, you're willing to play the long game, like you'll get to all the stuff. You just can't do it all at once. Oh my gosh. Yes, yes, yes. So, so good. So how do you navigate mompreneur life? Like what's that look like for you? How do you maintain your sanity through it all? Um, It took me a while. It's a journey. I think it's, you know, it's always an internal journey and what works well for you. Um, So I had to really, you know, say, define what success looked like for me. Um, I had to really accept that it's the long-term game and then it's not, you know, a quick overnight result or anything like that. And I think what helped me with that was reflecting how far that I've come. So like when, you know, um, I'm 39 now, but I remember at 35, I looked back and I was like, oh, wow, 30 to 35, like I've come a really far way that it really just gave me this peace and content that like, maybe I'm not putting a gazillion hours into my, you know, business, but I am putting the hours that are getting me to where I need to be. Um, And I think we talked about it before, but like the biggest thing is time and you can't get your time back with your kids. And I almost allowed outside noise telling me that I could work harder. I could leverage some things out and maybe didn't need to be with the kids as much as I wanted. And then I realized that's not what I want. Like, you know, I want to be able to be with them. Um, But one easy thing is I try to figure out tasks that I can do without them so that when they are at their activities or they are with friends or now they're both in um, school, that I can really do those activities. And then sometimes I have other small, small like wins that if they're around or it's on the weekend and I'm choosing to work, like I work odd hours because that's what works. um, I know I can kind of just fit it in. Um, so, I mean, that's how I do it. And honestly, I just talk about it a lot. I let them know like, Hey, I'm, I'm sorry. Like, let me just do this for, you know, a little bit. Or if you have like younger kids setting a timer is a gold. I would be like, let me set this timer for 15 minutes. You'll hear it go off that, that flags you. Cause like, if I get engraved in my work, I cannot stop. And then the kids are like, you said 15 minutes and now it's been 30 or 45. So it's kind of that like accountability piece. Um, and honestly, just give yourself grace. Like you're doing amazing and it always looks messy. So like embrace the mess. I think we talked about that, like just embrace the mess and enjoy the time with them and just know that, you know, each season changes and keep going after what's important to you. Ah, that's so good. And I, I love too, how you, you talked about just take the time to reflect how far you've come. I think as 
Moms, we are always looking towards the future. We're looking at the to-do list, the things that need to be done. Take a moment to celebrate all those wins. I mean, just the fact that you've started a business is huge, that you're raising humans is huge. All of these things in our lives, we don't take the time to celebrate and give ourselves enough credit. You know, yesterday it was so cool seeing all of these women, when we're recording this, it's March, but all these women lifting each other up for International Women's Day. Like, can we just have a little bit more of that where we're just celebrating us and our accomplishments? Yes, I couldn't agree more. The self-reflection helps the best because it just kind of gives you that pat on the back of like, oh, I did do a lot. And I think either you can choose to do it with yourself. You can find like an accountability partner where weekly like talk about your wins and your wins can be you had really sick kids, but you survived and now they're not sick. Like that's a win because that's yes. not every week. Like when you have a rough week, it's a rough week, not a rough month, not a rough year. <laughs> yes, exactly. And there's just so many seasons of life in motherhood. And that's just part of it. We're all navigating uncharted territories. To say The other part that I know is really hard for some, especially if you're type A, but like balls are going to get dropped. And I think that's the one thing that I've gotten really comfortable with is that there are certain areas in my life that aren't going to look the way that I really want, but like, we only have so much time. So would you rather have it look like this? Or would you rather be with your kids? Or would you, you know, you kind of have to look at it that way that like, sometimes people, if you're, they'll say, how do you do it all? And it's like, I I don't do it all. I, I choose the important things to focus on. I let balls drop. And I find, I try to find easy ways to leverage things that don't necessarily have to cost you a lot of money, but again, buy back your time. That's very important to me. Exactly. So. It's, it's all about choices. And I think we often forget that everything in life is a choice. You know, when we're choosing to say yes to something, we're choosing to say no to something else. So if you say, yes, I'm going to volunteer for this, well, I'm saying no to spending time with my family. You know, you have to realize we have that power within us to make those choices. And that can be a harsh reality to face. Yeah. You actually make a good point. And I just like want to piggyback off that too. Like, so when you're making those choices, I think the important thing to balance the whole going back to your being a mom and business and kids is like, you have to make appointments for yourself too, whether it's an off day, whether it's a kid date day, like work will always come up. And like, literally, if it's not on your calendar, there's a chance it won't happen. And like, you can make work, work around your kids when you're just a little bit more structured with what's happening today. (laughs) Exactly. Oh my goodness. So many juicy nuggets. Laura, where can we learn more about you? Yeah, the best place really is at lauramalek.com. Um, you can sign up just to know about the latest and greatest, you know, tips and mindset and business help. Um, of course, you know, on social media, the lauramalek.co is where I'm just strictly talking about being a mom and business tips and things like that and collaborating with, you know, with people like minds like you. Um, or if you want the whole shebang, that's Laura J. Malik, and that's my whole real estate, me, mom, and whatever I feel like coming up. So I'd be happy to take a look and get connected with anyone. Amazing. Well, thank you so much for taking time out of your crazy busy life to share your value and knowledge with our listeners. Well, thank you. And thank you for all that you do. Oh, thank you. And until next time, stop dreaming and start taking messy action. You've got this. Are you loving what you're hearing? Do us a favor and hit that subscribe button so you don't miss an episode. 